Good morning, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It's Bill from Top Fan Rivalry. It is Monday morning. It's exciting times to be a baseball fan. I got a fun guest for Monday for you. I've been, I, I had to pay extra for this one, Cotton, to get this guest on, but mm -hmm. we have no doubt Grand Slam Sam on today to talk about the Giants and the state of their season. Grand Slam Sam, good morning on a Monday. How are you? Ah, uh, still tired. I feel like we just saw each other last night filming an amazing episode of Around the Diamond. Exactly. So I'm doing pretty good. You feeling good? You feeling good? Well, yeah, I'm as excited. Good as I can be. I'm excited to have you on now. For those of you that are listening to this, you can't see the the visual, but just for Sam's uh, viewing pleasure. His background is a Giants thing, and for his viewing pleasure, I put a background of a Dodger Stadium up, just you know, so that he can look at that for twenty minutes. Hey, it's nothing personal, but let's make it happen. So, all right, Sam. First question <laughs> I got for you: Giants. They got about thirty-two left to play. Um, thoughts on where the team is at currently? Um. So, I'm not. <laughs> overly happy about where they are at currently <laughs> um you know they were playing they had a really good june and july and they got injured towards the end of july and those injuries trailed right into august and really hurt us in a way where we flip-flopped where i was hoping we were gonna be yes um so you know, it's just made our September all the more exciting. Let me tell you. <laughs> you know, uh, it, it became much more of an urgent, like, reality check in the last couple of games where I'm like, okay, like the Giants need to, are really going to have to play their best baseball in September. Um and that's the, you know, it's the dog days of summer. I mean, you know, that's what the, that's what they say. There were a lot of series in this last month that they lost that they shouldn't have lost. Um, actually, they didn't win one series. The, they, the only series they won in the month of August was the very first series of the month where they swept the Diamondbacks. But after that, they lost every series they played. Um, it, it's funny. They, it was, they always won one game in every series, but they lost. Um, and that's so far this month. So, you know, they've got tonight against the Braves, um, or they've got yesterday against the Braves. Uh, they've got the next three games against the Reds. And then they finish out the month in the first game of a, I believe it's a four game series with the Padres. Um, going into September. So, you know, if they can come out of the next four games on top, or at least three out of the four on top, going into September definitely helps them. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. So what do you think that they need to do at this point to make the playoffs? I mean, there's obviously the the Kyle dance would be like play good baseball. 
I'm not looking for that. Like, what what are you? What do you think that they need to do? Because currently they're sitting on the outside looking in on the wild card race, right? So, um, you know, they need to get back to doing what they were doing the end of June, beginning of July. They just need to start having fun. They just need to be playing fun baseball again. You know, these got you know injuries hurt, especially when you got like your key some of your key leaders in the clubhouse, like. Yastrzemski and um, you know guys that just aren't they're not there yet you know coming back soon you know Comforto has been bouncing off, on and off the aisle you know the injury list um, Hanniger should be coming back soon Yastrzemski should be coming back soon you know so those injuries when they are back should help solidify a couple of things and then you know, for me, the exciting thing, and I know you remember seeing it this past Tuesday in Philly, was our young stud rookie pitcher, you know, and letting these pitchers pitch. You know, our, our young pitcher, Kyle, I mean, you saw him pitch on Tuesday. This kid is the future of the Giants organization when it comes to pitching. Having him and Logan Webb in a one-two punch for the future is going to be very nice to see with the hopes, uh, you know, with a, uh, with a, sh- with some hopeful additions in the off season to really. <laughs> um, but I know where you're going with that. Else, yeah. But something else in, in that is I, Look, I actually like Kepler as a manager, but something he needs to look at as we go into the final month of the season and going into possibly a playoff wild card run and stuff like that. I mean, a wild card series and stuff like that is <clears throat> managing these pitchers better. Um, there are pitchers that are pitching too long, and he's just not getting the timing right like he was in the beginning. There are some that he's leaving in longer than he should when he should pull him out there are some that he should be pulling out you know it's and he's pulling out too early when he should leave him in a little bit longer like for example on tuesday i think kyle could have gone easily another two innings before they pulled him out on tuesday in tuesday's game in philadelphia um you know putting more pressure on the bullpen and I think Kepler needs to realize with certain players that you need to let these pitchers pitch because that's why they're starters. That's why, you know, they're workhorses and meant to go the six, seven inning games. You know, it's great. You want to keep your pitchers fresh, but keeping them fresh at the expense of your bullpen staying rested is not a benefit. It is a detriment. No, I, I agree. Now, do you think that they could make a serious playoff run or is it just get into the dance to kind of prove that you guys are winning and you're winning organization or do you think they could make a serious run in, in 2023? You know, they have shown signs that they could be a phenomenal team this year. You know, when they have, when they have everything clicking and when things are moving and, you know, like I said, I I mean, look, if you looked at that, if you looked at the, you looked at the giants in June and July, and I don't think there's anyone that 
would look at them and say, if this team made it into the playoffs, we would be okay, we would be comfortable, you know, sweeping them. Or even, you know, there. I don't think there's a single team in baseball that says if you take the Giants from June and July and put that team the way they were playing into the postseason, there's not a single team in baseball that I think would say they want to play that team. Not, not, I, I don't, I don't even think the Dodgers, they were just clicking. Everything was clicking. Right now, if you were to ask me if this team right now the way they're playing could make a run in the postseason? No, I don't think they could. I think they'd put up a fight in the wild card series, but then they'd probably end in the wild card series. Now, as we go into September and these guys start getting healthier, um, ask me in two and a half weeks. Yeah. When I'm yeah. at the game in Colorado. <laughs> yeah. The um um Okay, I like that. I I think that's realistic. To be honest with you, I think it's realistic. I think that I always, Sam, you you know, we you and I go back and forth about this on around the diamond. I always think it's good for a team to make the playoffs because when you're trying to recruit talent, it's hard to recruit talent when you have a history of not making the playoffs. So, do I think it's good when I I hate to admit this, but as a Dodger fan, do I think it's good when the Giants are good? Yes. Was 2021 so much fun when you guys won 107 and we won 106 or whatever it was i mean that was awesome came down to came down to the wire um yeah i mean it's good when the red sox and yankees are you know those type of things right and so um now uh kind of some of your fun moments final question for you kind of some of your fun moments that you've had this year uh you know, Giants memories, something. Just, you know, tell me what you're you're seeing around the league. Just fun stuff. You know, this has really been a this has been a year of change in baseball. Change for the good, some change for the bad. Um, you know, you're taking we're we're losing a bit of traditional baseball. I think we've lost a little bit of it this year, especially with the stringent and strict rules we're putting on pitchers. Um, you know, I know it is something that, on the flip side, is making the game really exciting to watch, especially with the you know the number of hits and home runs and stolen bases and things like that and putting more offensive action into the game. Um, it's even allowed some of these great – it's even been able to – look, I'll take it from a Giants perspective. Bringing up Patrick Bailey and seeing the pop this kid has, I don't – I mean, Bill, as a – taking away the Dodgers-Giants rivalry, you look at a guy like Patrick Bailey and you're like, this is the future – a catcher for this organization, no ifs, ands, or buts. I mean, the the pop he has, the way he, you know, controls the plate, controls the field, sets a tone behind the mound, behind the plate for the catch for the pitcher, and keeping them at ease, and his framework. I, I mean, what I mean, Amazing. I don't know about you. I don't know about you, but 
for me, I would put Patrick Bailey in the top five National League catchers currently. I would consider him a top five National League catcher at this time. At least from a at least from a fielding perspective. His bat isn't there yet, but he's got but the majority of a year under his belt. He'll have a lot of good experience in, you know, knowing what to expect going into next year and he can adjust his offseason regimen when it comes to the pit to batting at that. Um you know, but when it comes when it comes defensively, when it comes to him being able to control that box and control what goes on on the field, uh, Bill, uh, like I said, I, I think from that perspective, anyone that would look at him and not say he's a he could easily be a Golden Glove for for catcher, if not this year, within the next three to five years. Yeah. No, you trust me, you've got something special going on there. And that's and and with that, I think, you know, some other top moments. Yeah. Patrick Bailey coming up, seeing seeing these young guys, the way they've been able to gel within the clubhouse coming in as young guys under 25. I mean, it's been so exciting and refreshing to see, and the fact that we're bringing up the, our youth faster. You know, a lot of people have criticized the way Farhan has run the Giants' organization since he signed on four years ago. But looking at what he did, you know, he had to take a strategic, long-term approach to doing what the what he's done with the team, which is. Over the last three to five years, over the last three years, build up a farm system again that can somewhat compete with a lot of potential, and then at the right time, and he's picked the right time to showcase the right talent. You know, now there are guys that I think won't make it, and you know, I, I feel bad for. Like in all honesty, Joey Bart is a guy I feel terrible for. I feel terrible for this man because. He was the future for the Giants organization. And then Patrick Bailey's name came up and everyone was like, who's Joey Bart? <laughs> yeah. But Deuces, it, Bart. Yeah. So, you know, I think these young guys, they want to, f- they see the potential that this organization has. And it's something that they love. I think Farhan's doing the right things now, and he did the right things over the last years when he was getting all the criticism. It was it was kind of – you had to trust the process, you know. Look, I'll use a, a, I'll use a quote that is near and dear to my fiancé's heart when it comes to her love for the basketball team, the Philadelphia 76ers. And it's – the Giants trusted their process with Farhan, which was we need to rebuild our farm system because we gave the farm away over the last three to five years before he came there. You know, they invested so much in the core group of players they had that they forgot to rebuild their farm system. So when the time came that, you know, a new coach came in, well, he didn't really have a farm system. 
And Farhan had to say, okay, I need to rebuild you a farm system. Give me a couple of years. And he's done that. And now look at where they are. They are in a position where not last year, but now they can actually go to superstars and say, we are here. And the fan base is back behind us. And you're going to have an organization that cares about you. And I'm talking to one particular player, individual, who's becoming a free agent at the end of this year. He's currently playing in L.A. And I want him to hear this. He's not playing in L.A. He's not playing in L.A. Let's get that clear. No, no. This player is currently playing in L.A. And at the end of this year, I want him to not be playing in the city of L.A. moving forward as his primary Team. Okay. And who would that be? For either of the San Francisco. <laughs> and who is this? His first name starts with an S and his last name starts with an O. X-O. I'm going to leave it at that. S-O. Oh. He doesn't play in LA. He plays in Anaheim. Anaheim. That's not All LA. Right. All right. Well, the Anaheim, LA area, whatever it is. I'm not from there, so give me a break. Anyway. Yeah, I mean that that's like saying that's like saying that somebody plays that lives in in the Bronx. Uh, yeah, they, they live uh, in Queens. Right. They play for Queens. No, they don't. LA. LA. <laughs> There's a song to live and die in LA. Yeah. No, that listen, it's Anaheim. It's Anaheim. Even no doubt left Anaheim. <laughs> Anyways, Sam, I love your love your take on on the Giants. Um, I I honestly I really wish that there was more, and I'm and it could happen. We still have seven games left. Dodgers still have seven games left, I believe, with the Giants. So things could change. Um, I really wish there was a little bit more of a division rivalry going on. But right now, as it sits right now, it doesn't mean that that's going to stay the same. But as it sits right now, that might not be. I think you're going to have. I don't think there's going to be a. I don't think there's going to be competition at the top of the leaderboard, but in the middle of the leaderboard for that wild card spot. That's where yeah. the battle is going to. That's where the battle is going to rise. And that's what I want the fans to take away from this. Don't look at. Don't look at the leaderboard and think that there's going to be a run at the top, because in all. It, when all is said and done, the run at the top is more or less done. It's sad to say it as a Giants fan. It truly is because I never want to say it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. and again, need to go on the slump of all slumps. We need to go on the slump of all slumps in this next month to make something change. And it's possible, you know, but Look, last, I'm not going to say I want anyone to get injured. So, you know, but when it comes to the middle of the pack, keep an eye on that wild card when it comes to the Diamondbacks and the and the Giants because that's where the battle is going to go to rise. So, yeah, between there, Cincinnati and uh, um, Chicago, the Cubs, man, Milwaukee. It, yeah, it's it's crazy down there. So, yep. Well, everybody, this is Grand Slam Sam. You guys know him because uh, you guys listen to uh, the Around the Diamond. 
But uh, check him out on Instagram. Make sure you're following him on Instagram, Grand Slam Sam. Um, he has promised me that if the Dodgers win the World Series this year, that he'll dress in all Dodger blue um, and make several posts and won't tell anybody why he's doing it. Well, um, I'm not going to have to worry about it because I don't think it's going to happen. I, I mean, I, I highly doubt it's going to happen, so I'm not that worried about it. But, yeah, sure, I guess. <laughs> Anyways. Thanks, Sam, for joining us on a Monday. Uh, we'll have you back on as we come closer to um, uh, to the end of the season and talk playoff pitcher. Uh, absolutely, I you know me, I'm always down. But if you're if you aren't catching us on around the diamond, make sure you go to topairmarbury.com and use the code ATD in all capital letters. It'll get you ten percent off your subscription, and you can catch. The Around the Diamond, Bill and I do every week where we talk all things baseball and have great topics and awesome conversation. And yeah, you should be there. If you're not, awesome. I don't know. Awesome. I, if you're not for 30 minutes every Saturday, I don't know what else you're doing. Yeah, exactly. What else are you doing, right? 30 uh, minutes. Uh, it's not, it's, it's not, it's no sign up. Exactly. It's what you stand in the line at Starbucks for, for your morning coffee. So. Exactly. <laughs> it's All about right, the Sam, amount of time you typically spend at Starbucks for your morning coffee. So. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right, my friend. Thanks for joining. We'll talk to you soon. Anytime. All right.